This is a what the fuck moment from the Dr. Zeus podcast. Yeah, I love it when people say, oh, these fucking liberals. What about us? Aren't we sweet? Aren't we sweet that we want you to have health care? Yeah, but you know what? You're, you fucking liberals, you fucking immigrants. What about us? We built this city. And we didn't just build this city on rock and roll, motherfucker. We built this city on pinatas, you son of a bitch. Yeah. That's a what the fuck moment from the Dr. Zeus podcast. So remember, the next time you Jeff Dunn and me, that motherfucker ain't funny. I'm watching him. I'm, I've got my arms folded and I'm thinking, this son of a bitch is not funny. But my friends wanted to watch him. I said, eh, he's okay. They wanted him to open the Metallica show. I'm thinking, I'm glad he didn't because a lot of people would have gotten pissed off. That's a what the fuck moment from the Dr. Zeus podcast. Stay tuned tonight. Ricolo! I need one. Yeah. We're marching into the night, people. Come on. Let's get started. Yeah. Let's. Oh. We shouldn't play that. People will get offended. Where's my... Yeah. Now, now it sounds like I'm Chelsea Handler with that kind of audience, huh? Yeah. I know, huh? Yeah. That's true, yeah, yeah. Again, good. Wipe up. Okay. Good evening. This is the Dr. Zeus podcast. Yesterday, I was kind of cornered, so I couldn't do a show. I was out of friends. And, you know, I should have said something. I want to go home. But, you know, it was fun. We we ate Burger King. I shouldn't have eaten it. And I worked out today to burn it off. Um, so I thought, and, and I did a clip earlier about Jeff, Jeff Dunham. Mm, no, thank you. And they asked me, what did you think of him? And I said, hey, he's okay. He's not my cup of tea. You know, they could tell I didn't like him because I I rarely laughed. I thought it was stupid. You know, he ragged on everybody. He mentioned the, the birth, you know, the birther thing on Obama. And I thought, that's not funny. You and your fucking dolls can go to hell. Shit, bitch. You know, he's an ugly fucking man. I'm sorry. And I, and I don't want to say he's ugly, ugly, but it's like, what the fuck? The, the, you know, it's bad when the fucking puppet looks better than you. I mean, shit, you know? Yeah, you know that's bad. You know it's bad when the puppet looks better than you. Jeff Dunham, you look like you got a vagina for a face. What the fuck? But yeah, you know, it was, it was like uh, being trapped in hell for a little bit. I couldn't wait for that show to be over. The popcorn was good. It reminded me of how one time I was visiting and they were going to put on, um, what's that show called? The, the, what are those guys called? Um, they're from, I think, Louisiana. What are they called? Um, hmm. Hey, Siri. What's okay? Siri doesn't know. Siri, Siri's a hoe. Um, what's that show called? 
the I mean, well, you know, I, I don't want to go and blast them. I mean, come on. Racist A&E show. Um, isn't that funny? I don't even remember who they are. Maybe I do have a problem with my memory. I don't know. Okay, let's see what comes up. Um, no. No, it's not the KKK. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm sorry I laughed at them. Um... No, what are what are they called? What are this? Oh my god! Um, they kind of dress weird. Not get oh, well, it's not Game of Thrones is not on A and E. It's on HBO. Give me a break. Um, I remember it too because I was over visiting and I I said oh, I gotta go home now. Because they put that... Oh, Duck Dynasty. Ugh, I knew it began with an animal. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, Duck Dynasty. Sick little... I mean, they might as well bathe in the KKK. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sick fuckers. This is the Dr. Seuss Podcast Saturday night. Go and have a drink. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. I keep going back to the... That's getting annoying. I'm so tired of it. Enough can't hear myself over them um i did see something interesting i love elaine stritch you on the show many of you i shouldn't say many billions of you because you know that's the mindset i'm going for i was i had my chakra out today i wasn't playing with them because i don't i don't play and i said you know what let me see if I can um, kind of do something, you know, with my workout, because I really needed to work out and, and get refocused. So I thought, okay, so, and I have this pyramid, and it's got, you know, this is a weird pyramid, and I love it because of this. If you have it too close to the phone, it like messes up the Wi Fi because it's got, it like blocks the radiation. So I'm like, oh, okay. I'm not trying to get new AG on you all. But I'm like, hmm, all right. And so it allowed me to just work out. And I'm not going to go too much into it because I want to focus. I just want to do it. I don't want to elaborate. Oh, how did it make me feel? I want to be a size one. Fuck you. I do not. So back to Elaine Stritch. Um, I, I saw this really funny clip where she talks about Sinatra. Oh, God. Now, I always, I kind of figured Sinatra was a piece of work. You know, good music, good singer, crappy personality. You know, that's the thing with Sagittarius. Is some of them, you know, some would say I have a crappy personality. Some love my personality. I don't know. I'm, I'm a nice person, you know, but when you fuck with me, you, oh, God, here we go. Here it is. Such a child about it. I was so sincere about every naughty thing I did. I thought this was it. This was, this was I boy meets her. girl. It wasn't quite boy meets girl when Stritch was fixed up for a date with Frank Sinatra. As she walked into the party, the guests and Sinatra were all watching old blue eyes on television, all in rapt, polite attention as Sinatra finished his song. I say, well, (laughs) 
you can say what you want, but the son of a bitch can sing. <laughs> well, Tony Curtis looks at Frank Sinatra and says, that's your date. And Frank takes me into dinner. Now, he had a few, my dear. Mm. So he said, so what do you do? I said, I'm in the theater. Oh, I guess. <laughs> so he said, let me tell you something. Mm. People in the theater ain't going no place. <laughs> So, I said, mm -hmm. oh, really? Well, you know, Mr. Sinatra, for a long time, I've been wanting to ask you just where the hell you think you're going. <laughs> and he got up and he said, get her out of here. <laughs> you don't know how badly I felt. You know, I'm a nice dame. Why couldn't I go out and have a nice time with Frank Sinatra and talk about music? Because your mouth got in the way. My mouth got in the way. <laughs> I oh love it. Boy. No one on Broadway knows her better than producer. Yeah. My mouth gets in the way. But sometimes, you know, as Monica Lewinsky famously said, sometimes I put things in my mouth that I shouldn't. You know what I mean? Serious. There's this infamous interview she supposedly did with... Larry King, I wish he could confirm this. And so they were not mic'd. They, the show had ended and he says to her, what have you learned about this year? Well, Larry, I've learned not to put things in my mouth that aren't good for me. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you don't learn. Oh, God, I, I could have a few flashbacks right now. Not a hot flash because I'm a man. Although I will say. I think men have them too. I think men, as a man, I'm speaking on this. I think men have a form of menopause. Because, you know, midlife crisis, okay? Get the sports car. Some get it earlier. Um, start, you know, working out. <laughs> you know, this is only for the married men, okay? All right. Um... Hot, you know, they, they, oh, it's so hot in here. Oh, it's so cold in here. Yeah. You know, and then they get all bitchy and, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, it's, it's a perfect storm. You know what I mean? But it's not just regulated to one sex. I, I think, you know, that's such a, I think the doctors are sexist in themselves, you know, but they don't, they don't, they don't have hit songs like I do, you know? Every heartbeat, the adult Christmas list. This is Amy Grant, won't you please attach my dick? Yeah, you know, and I'm sure that is what, you know, a fuck is for, to help you through it. Um, I remember her from the 90s. I remember someone I knew liked her, and I thought, eh, she's okay, she's a Christian artist. And they were like, what do you got to get Christian artists? I said, well, you know... I don't know. It just everyone standing there with their hands out. Jesus. No. If I want to see that, I'll watch Whitney Houston. Okay. She does it the best. She sings gospel. And they said, well, that's different. I said, oh, you're talking about white Christian music. You're not talking about soul, huh? Okay. All right. I, I have said on here that I went to a, a, my first ever hopefully last Christian band two years ago. Yeah, it was two years. God, it was two fucking years ago. That's hard to believe. I saw Tool two years ago, too. I couldn't wait for that. But the Christian band, no. I think they're from 
Georgia or whatever. I remember my friend, her, she says to me, you're going to have a blast. And I'm thinking, I just want to go home. But I went because, you know, I'm a nice person. And her mom asked me to take her. And we're all friends. And it was okay, you know. The waters were expensive. I mean, I filmed the show for my friend who wasn't there because she had had knee surgery. You know, and that's the that's the the least I could do. I, I mean, I'm, I forget what the band's name was called, but if I go into my Facebook, <laughs> um, okay, let's see, let's see how far it goes. I mean, it, it wasn't like I'm going to see Amy Grant. Okay, that would have been okay. I mean. You know, I lived through the 90s. It was fun. The music was okay. You know, um, but yeah. And, and, you know, it wasn't that. I mean, I was very honest. They said to me, what did you, what did you think of um, the band? And I said, well, I'll be honest with you. I said, it's not my cup of tea, you know, and... Yeah, and it, and, it, and it wasn't. It was not my cup of tea. That's like Jeff Dunham. He was not my cup of tea. I'm sure that he was their cup of tea, but he was not my cup of fucking tea. It was more like a, a cup of shit with Jeff Dunham. He is such... Oh, God, now I'm sounding like Elaine Stritch. What's happening to me? Hey, Mr. Sinatra, get over here. I know your dick's not really that big, but sing me, Swanee River. Um, yeah, it would have been like that. I'm just looking over here. What is this? What's that? Ew. Huh. What is this? It's always weird when people message me early in the morning. And I'm just coming to, you know. I'm coming out of uh, sleep. And, you know, you. I'm not. I can't say what I got. Because, you know, that would kind of ruin the surprise. Okay. But it, it was it was interesting. It was interesting. It almost knocked me over for a fucking loop. I couldn't believe it. Was I jumping up for joy? No. Um, was I a little relieved? Yes. Nice. You know, or just as Whitney said, you know, there's probably some things better left unsaid. Yeah. So some things are better left unsaid. You know. Um. I'm looking, I'm looking. Okay, yeah. Okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so thankfully it didn't keep the videos from the concert. Because those, I, I literally recorded the whole fucking show. And then the week after, I went and saw Tool with my friend's son. And he's really cool, you know. Loves heavy metal. I mean, looks heavy metal. Very mysterious. That People say, oh, he doesn't talk much. I said, but when he does, it's interesting. And it's funny, you know, I don't always agree with the political stuff, but, you know, I'm starting to learn, okay, when it comes to politics, just shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Now, when my brothers mention politics, it's you, you motherfucker. 
you know, you don't, and I love how they, they, you know, they stand on their soapbox. You don't understand. You're not in our line of work. The shit that we, okay, that's nice. Enough. And they both know that our father, you know, was a Nixon man. And then, you know, but doesn't always vote Republican. So, you know, I mean, I, I come from a very diverse background, you know, and um, this this is not funny, but I mean, it's kind of a coincidence. Um, so about f- uh, five years ago, our, our grandmother died and, you know, and it was sad. She lived a long time. That was the thing. And, you know, they look at it in a positive light, like there's, um, okay, I, I have to, you know, I'm half Mexican. I'm not, there's a celebration tomorrow. Um, yeah, isn't that sad? I'm half and I don't even know the full story about it, but my dad does. I'm not going to go ask him. Okay. Let's see here. Christmas. Um, let's see. I think it's called. Is it called? Is it called Mexican Christmas? No. Let's see. Mexican Christmas. There is a Mexican Mother's Day. I do know that. Um, what is this called? Um, oh, I love pinatas. Come on. You know, that's the one thing I'm going to talk about with Jeff Dunham and his dolls. And he's trying to make them funny, you know, and he had a Jeff Dunham doll. I'm going to tell you something. I'll make a Jeff Dunham doll. It will be a fucking pinata and I'll beat the shit out of it. Okay. So Mexico, Christmas in Mexico. Something about Guadalupe. Um... Okay, the Christmas season in Mexico runs from December 16th to January 6th. The one last related celebration on February 2nd. Um, okay, I'm looking. Um, so anyway. Let's, okay, is it old Santa Claus, but what do they call him over there? Um, not Jingle Bells. So anyway, my grandmother, may she rest in peace. Although there was a time, one time I I had just started a new job about almost three years ago. And I hear her screaming at me. And I was, I thought, am I asleep? Am I dreaming? No, I was awake. So if, and people, you know, my family believes this, but certain cousins don't. They kind of doubt it. Oh, she's gone. And it's like, well... You may think that, but knowing her, <laughs> she's like, you, what are you doing? Um, that's how she would, oh God, it was hilarious sometimes. Sometimes it was a little hurtful. Um, okay. January 6th is an important day, best known as child Jesus image, blah, blah, blah. So I think it's called Santa Rea or something. So she died on that day. So my dad's like, oh, she got what she wanted. She just was like, she picked that day and said, I'm out of here. And it just whole happened that it was my grandfather's birthday. It would have been his birthday. He would have been, oh God, 90. Well, he's, he, he died when he was 80, 86. She outlived him by a year. That's a funny thing. 
Um, she lived to be 87, but she was a lot younger. Okay, so let's see. This is sad that I have to do the math. 2014 from 1917, he would have been 97, which wasn't possible. It would have been great, but not possible. One year they threw a hundred birthday for him, and we're like, he's not even here anymore. What's the point? My, you know, but whatever, you know, that's what you want to do. We all grieve differently. So my grandmother, so my grandmother dies on his birthday. This was my grandmother's second husband. Okay, and. I kind of predicted it. After seeing her, I was like, oh, she's, she wants out. She wants out. You know, um, so. But no, it is funny to think of her waking me up and screaming at me because that's what she did in life, you know. I know that she would come up to me, you know, and she's very old-fashioned. And I remember when I lost a lot of weight and she and the rumors started going around that I was sick. She thought I had cancer And she said you have the cancer And I said no Who the hell told you that I didn't talk like that to her She thought it was funny But my grandfather would say things to her And she would repeat them Because she, she was still learning English Um, So I remember one time This right before she died It was Thanksgiving So she's saying bye to everybody Oh bye bye And then I'm Hi bye grandma No no She's waiting for me And then she comes up to me You old You need to have baby You get married I know like I know like You old And then I And then I kind of startled her And I said well you know Dad was 34 when I was born And she just looked at me Ah And she just shook her She shook her head at me And walked off It was funny though I mean she Oh she had power That was the thing She's a little old lady And yet still You know Cuss and scream you out And We later learned that Like when she was really young They would walk They walked across the fucking border They didn't take a plane They walked Okay so now we're starting to realize why she was really tough. It's like, shit, well, you got all those kids with you and you're walking, you know. And hey, there's no taxi. They ain't going to pick you up. There was no Uber. Okay. Let's get real here. You know, I mean, it makes me think of, um, I mean, you know, I, we. I'm all about diversity. But it's funny when people who aren't Mexican are like, Oh yeah, it was so we came on the boat and it's like, yeah. They walked. Okay. Or I love how I never got to meet the Portuguese side, the ones that are all dead now. But I'm sure they would have told me that boat ride was not not thrills. I mean, imagine they're they're taking a boat. It was probably an old wooden boat from the Atlantic. They're all vomiting. You know, everyone's sick. It's like, what the hell? And that's the reality. That's the reality, okay? The pilgrims can say, oh, we came here and it was so great. And Goody Simpson started making bread. And we said, Plymouth Rock. No, they were vomiting. Half of them died. Are you kidding me? It was not glamorous. I mean, look at the early days of flying. I love how Gore Vidal, I loved Gore Vidal. Oh, he was such a shit talker. He would talk about air, you know, flights in the early days. And he remembers it. And he says, oh, yes. And the planes would be going up and down. And the fumes were awful. And in front of every 
seat. There was this this um, cylinder kind of cardboard thing where people would vomit throughout the flight. It was just a mess. And I'm thinking, no wonder you wrote Ben Hur. And I and there's a really great documentary that I've talked about before called the Celluloid Closet. And they talk about the homoeroticism of, of Hollywood. And Gore Vidal talked about Ben-Hur. I'm sure that would have killed Charlton Heston right there, knowing that he was playing a homosexual. <laughs> because his cup runneth over. Come on. You know, <laughs> that's too much wine right there. Um, look at Peter O'Toole. Peter O'Toole was fine playing a homosexual. Look at look at Lawrence of Arabia. And they even said this about Peter O'Toole because back then he was a good-looking man before all the cigarettes and alcohol. You know, they said oh about, oh, if he were any prettier, he would have been Florence of Arabia. So, you know, but yeah, back to, uh, you know, that it's just weird. When people talk about immigration, and Jeff Dunham talked about it in a very offensive way. I found it very offensive. But I didn't say anything. They're popping popcorn. They're watching him. One of them was asleep. So it's like not everyone thought he was funny. Then we put on Designing Women. Now that's funny. Okay. I have always related to Suzanne Sugar Biker. I thought she was hilarious. But um, Jeff Dunham, you know, it's hey, I want to say to people, hey. You can say, oh, made in America. But you remember, all those people in Appalachia came from Ireland, Germany, Scotland, okay? They were not born there. They were not Native American. They, The people in Appalachia came from different parts of Europe, okay? But they, you know, they started talking Appalachia talk, so I don't know. Hey, Dolly Parton's from Appalachia, okay? I like Dolly Parton. You know, working, you know, I'm not going to say that because the copyright would just screw me over. I don't have enough money for that. It's like P. Diddy, remember him? When he would, years, oh God, this is 20 years ago. They did a, a, a documentary on Motown. And, and it was about the first 40 years of Motown. And Puff Daddy was sitting in a recording studio with Barry Gordy, or as I like to call, short idiot. Um, well, he had a great musical ear, but you know, oh God, uh-huh. broke up the Supremes because he wanted to sleep with one of them. Dirty Diana. That's what that song is about, people. Michael Jackson knew. Come on. Um. Thankfully, he changed that will. I'll tell you that. Those kids don't need to live with her. Love hangover. Um, well, so Puff Daddy's sitting with Barry Gordy. He says, hey, you know, every time I sample one of your songs, that Joe Bet fee, oh, that's expensive. And I'm thinking, yeah, so it keeps you from sampling the good songs. And then he starts to ask him about Michael Jackson you know, how he knew he had such a big voice as a little kid, you know, so it was interesting. I mean, I love how, you know, Diana Ross hosted it. <laughs> yeah. Lady sings the blues, you know, yeah, people can 
I, I, I knew a really nice lady in college who told me she went to go see Lady Sings the Blues at a drive-in. And she said it was okay, you know. Because, you know, not everyone bought Diana Ross playing Billie Holiday, okay? Billie, Billie, Billie Holiday was not Diana Ross. Billie Holiday was Billie Holiday, okay? She did heroin. That that does not... You don't look pretty after that, okay? Especially years after doing it. And if you listen to Billie Holiday's voice toward the end... Oh, God. But, I mean... The mu- you know, she lived for the music. That's what she lived for. And, you know, it's unfortunate. She, you know, same with Janis Joplin. It was like almost like a mother and a daughter duo right there. If Janis Joplin's mother did not give birth to her, then fucking Billie Holiday did. Billie Holiday gives birth to Janis Joplin. She came out kicking and screaming, you know, peace of my heart. And, you know, first superstar of rock and roll, female superstar. I love Janis Joplin. I love how people say, I don't like her. She's not my cup of tea. That's fine. You can listen to Janis Ian all you want. You can learn the truth at 17 because you're not going to. Now, if you put on Janis, you're going to learn the truth. So, you know, I I love when people always kind of try to one up, you know, or present this watered down bullshit like it's Pat Boone every day for them. Oh, I don't want Fats Domino. I want Pat Boone. He didn't even write the fucking record. Oh, God. Uh, during Christmas, someone said, oh, we were like, you know, talking about everyone's gifts. And they, oh, so-and-so got Nintendo Switch. Is that supposed to one up? No. Homie, don't play that. I know you're waiting for me to say that. Homie, don't play that. And we proved a very good point on New Year's that not everyone has to have a Nintendo Switch. We got a Super Nintendo Classic. We had it. We had fun. We don't need that Switch shit. We're not swimming in loot. And even if I was swimming in loot, I'm not going to sh- show that fucking shit off. I don't want people to shoot me. You know, um, live on the big hill. Are you kidding? I have to live underground with all that money. I mean, look what it did to Howard Hughes. I don't want to end up like that. He had jars of his piss everywhere. That's that's fucking sick, you know? And 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 also, he kind of got that from all those plane crashes. I almost had a phone crash. <laughs> oh, my God. What have I been drinking? Nothing yet. But, yeah, the Dr. Zeus podcast is brought to you by Rambling. Everyone does it. It's a natural occurrence, you know? <laughs> It was a very interesting day. I'm praying that the chakra doesn't throw it off while I'm talking because it doesn't like technology, you know. And yet it's in my bedroom. I have three pyramids. I almost was going to say dominoes. I have three pyramids. I have a little one, a big, a, a middle sized one, and then a big one. I'm getting another one too. Because it seemed to work, you know. I keep the little one in the car with me to keep me company, you know, keep me energized, keep me safe. And, you know, I don't know. Some people are into collecting shit. Okay. Some people want kiss dolls. I don't. I, I know people who love the Funko Pop. The Funko Pop is interesting. 
I'm not a collector, though. I remember one time I went to this Funko Pop store. And they were like, are you going to keep them in the box? I said, hell no. These are for my niece and nephews. They ain't going to keep them in the freaking box. I remember coming home and telling them to keep the box and thinking, oh, God, I sound like my aunt. And she would buy them the toys and say, keep the box. It might be worth money someday. And then I'm starting to think, oh, God, these are children. Let them play with their toys. Throw the box away. Who cares? I'm sure 20 years from now, they'll be screaming at me. You threw the box away. I could have had $10 million. Fuck you. Fuck you. But, you know, let's hope not. Let's hope that it's still worth something without the box. I have my own. I have the Sophia Petrillo from Golden Girls. I was going to get all four. I have Doctor Who, the Peter Capaldi one. I, Him and David Tennant are my favorite. And I have Lemmy Kilmeister from Motorhead. And then I have Amy Winehouse. Who's, who doesn't want to have Amy Winehouse? Come on. And then I have Flash Gordon, which I think my niece took. And now he's in the Barbie house. So, you know. Hey, that's not a stretch. Because if you've ever seen the Flash Gordon movie, he was in Barbie's dream house. Okay. He stayed there too long. Too long with football. You know. And, but yeah, I'm not a big collector. I mean, I love old movies. I love TV series. I have, I was, I keep meaning to binge. That's so hard to do. Because then, you know, it's like, I want to go outside. I want to breathe. Well, it's raining. Um, I've been meaning to finish binge-watching The Golden Girls, Designing Women, Californication. You know, i got a lot of time on my hands. The Boondocks. Oh, that was such a good show. Um, what else? I, I feel like I'm leaving something out. No. Oh, Black Sails, of course. I love Black Sails. Oh God, so delicious, so chewy, so crunchy. <laughs> yeah, Danton Maggie, you know, those are fun to binge watch. But those are like an hour long, so then you kind of lose track of time, and then you realize, oh shit, it's four in the morning. That happened to me one time. I was binge watching the first season of Orange Is the New Black. And I didn't realize that each episode is an hour long, but you kind of lose track of it. You kind of get in, invested into the storyline and, and they, they do a backstory and they go back, you know. And I remember one time I was watching Orange is the New Black and I watched it. I got home from work and I'm watching it. By the time I finished four episodes, it was four in the morning and I went, oh, shit, I got to go to work in the morning. That's how long, yeah. So when people binge watch Orange is the New Black, you should start in the, like, midnight of the night it's released and then go into Saturday and then you're done. You know, I did that one time. It was okay. I mean, it's not the best show in the world, you know? And the fifth season just made me kind of want to take a dump, you know? It was, it was not all it was cracked up to be. Or was that the fourth season? I don't remember. Did I even watch it? Oh my god. Wait, yeah, I did. 
Yeah, because they had the, um, oh God, trying to remember. Yeah, it's uh, probably because it just didn't, it was not important anymore, you know what I mean? It's lost its, its luster, you know? I mean, you know, you could only watch the lesbian, how does she say it? That one, the the one chick, remember Pakulski or was something? She's like, they lesbian, they lesbianing together. They lesbianing. I can't say it. They're lesbian. They're lesbianing together. Okay. You can only watch that in the showers for so long before it's like, you know, I don't think so. So tomorrow is the Golden Globes. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so here are we need a drum roll here. Okay, here are oh god, I should play that right now, but I don't think it would. Where's the where's the well we have explosions right here and we have farts. Um let's let yeah, let's do the screams, okay? Let's do the screams. Okay. Um, here are my picks for the Golden Globes tomorrow. Who's going to walk away and who's going to walk away crying? Okay, best picture. Oh, we'll save that for later. All right, let's. I need a list. I need a list. Okay. Golden Globe. Because last time I did the video and that just, that just went on forever. And it's like, fuck you. We're not doing that. That's just boring. Uh, okay. <sighs> I love how the critics do their their picks. You know, who should win? Who will win? Oh, I'm going to tell you who's going to win, okay? Here we go. Um where's the Come on, where's the list? Where's the list? Oh god, I I hate this sometimes. Come on. Let's see here. Where is the list? No, I don't want to see 60 swinging minutes. Oh, wait. Is Margaret Cho going to be on 60 minutes? What? 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 No. Oh, I got to watch that. Mm. What? 60 minutes? <gasps> oh, my God. Where? No, okay. Anyway, um, give my, let Margaret show host that show because she's hilarious. Okay, you know she's not Kevin Hart. I don't even think he's funny to begin with, and you can hate on me all you want. I think he's a piece of shit. I not just because of what he said. I never thought he was fucking funny. I thought he was short and weird. All right, so we're just gonna pay attention to the movies, not television. Best original song. The nominees are All the Stars, Black Panther, Girl in the Movies, Dumpling, Requiem for a Private War, a Private War, Revelation, Boy Erased, and Shallow, a Star is Born. Of course, it's going to go to Lady Gaga. A Star is Born. Okay. Best original score. Uh, Marco Bertrami, A Quiet Place. Alexander Desplat, Isle of Dogs. Arf! Ludwig Groschanen, Black Panther. 
Justin Hurwitz, First Man, Mark Shaman, Mary Poppins Returns, Mary Poppins, Mary Poppins Returns, Mark Shaman, Best Foreign Language Film, okay, oh, let's go, Caper, Capanam, Girl, Never Look Away, Roma, Shoplifters, Roma, because it's, it's, uh, Alfonso Cuaron. Best Motion Picture Animated, The Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs, Miri, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Superman, Into the Spider-Verse, Ralph Breaks the Internet, okay? The Incredibles had their fun, come on. Best Screenplay, Alfonso Caron, Roma, Deborah Davis, and Tony McNara, McNarma for The Favorite, Barry Jenkins of Beale Street Could Talk, Adam McKay Vice. Peter Farley, Nick Valgaralga, for Green Book. I think it's going to go to Barry Jenkins if Beale Street could talk. Um, but I, no, I like Barry Jenkins. It's going to go to the favorite. Best Director, Bradley Cooper, Star is Born, Alfonso Caron, Roma. Peter Farley, Green Book. Spike Lee, Black Handsman, Adam McKay, Vice. It's going to go to Spike Lee, of course, come on. That was that was a fun movie. Best performance by an actress in a supporting role in any motion picture. Amy Adams, Vice. Claire Foy, First Man. Regina King, If Beale Street Could Talk. Emma Stone, The Favorite. Rachel, Rachel Weiss, The Favorite. It's going to go to Regina King, If Beale Street Could Talk. Best performance by an actor in a supporting role in any motion picture. Mahershio Ali, Green Book, Timothy Chalamet, Beautiful Boy, Adam Driver, Black Klansman, Richard E. Grant, Can You Ever Forgive Me, and Sam Rockwell, Vice. It's going to go to Timothy Timothy Chalamet for Beautiful Boy, because, you know, he didn't get it for Call Me By Your Your Name, which was so good. Best Motion Picture by, or Best Performance by an Actress in a Motion Picture Comedy or Musical. Emily Blunt, Mary Poppins Returns, Olivia Coleman, The Favorite, Eli- Elise Fisher, Eighth Grade, okay, Charlize Theron, Tully, didn't see it, Constance Wu, Crazy Rich Asians, it's gonna go to Olivia Coleman, The Favorite, Best Performance by an Actor in a Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy, Christian Bale, Vice, Lin-Manuel Miranda, Mary Poppins Returns, Viggo Mortensen, Green Book, Robert Redford, The Old Man and the Gun, no. John C. Riley, Stan and Ollie. It's going to go to Christian Bale, Vice. Because he's Christian Bale. Best performance by an actress. Oh, I'm getting all stuffed up now. Leading up to the winners. Best performance by an actress in a motion picture drama. Glenn Close, The Wire, The Wife. Almost to The Wire. <laughs> Wrong show. Lady Gaga, Star is Born. Nicole Kidman, Destroyer. <laughs> Sounds like a Kiss album. Melissa McCarthy, Can You Ever Forgive Me? Rosemund Pike, Private War. It's got to go to Glenn Close, the wife. Because she's never won anything. I love Lady Gaga, but come on. Your day will come soon, sweetie. Best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama. Bradley Cooper, Star is Born. William Defoe at Eternity's Gate. Lucas Hedges, Boy Erased. Rami Malek, Bohemian Rhapsody. John, John David Washington, Black Klansman. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to say it's going to go to John David Washington, Black Klansman, okay? If he doesn't win, then fuck you. 
Best Picture Musical or Comedy, Crazy Rich Asians, The Favorite, Green Book, Mary Poppins Returns, Vice. It's like I'm looking at the Oscar nominees combined right now. It's true. That's how you really guess the Oscar nominees is you play, you start taking out names and putting them together. Um, It's going to go to The Favorite. Best Picture Drama, Black Panther. Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, If Beale Street Could Talk, and A Star Is Born. <laughs> it's going to go to A Star Is Born. Yeah. That's the icing on the cake, people. Go ahead and suck it. Um, not you, but the Golden Globes. Okay, and then the Cecil B. DeMille Award is going to be given to Jeff Bridges. And then a special television Achievement Award is going to be given to Carol Bur- Carol Carol Burnett. Ugh. Oh no! There goes the show. No! It just fell. Oh no! Oh no! Thank God I have a case on it. Oh my God! That's Hollywood for you. You just fall down the chute and you get fat in the butt. <laughs> Clean it up, people. <sighs> okay, let's compose ourselves here. It's, it's not live, but it's Memorex. It's 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 podcasting. I want to give a cup of shut the fuck up to John. Je- John, Jeff Denham, because you suck. Your puppets are not funny and your penis is not funny either bastard and i want to give some unpleasant dreams to you all <coughs> speaking of last night um elvira is asking questions on instagram i know it was elvira i said you she wanted you to ask questions um friday night q a that's q a not tna <laughs> picking the best top 10 so I said, would you do a sequel to The Mistress of the Dark? And then it shows up in my Facebook. Elvira shared your response to their question sticker. Ooh. She said, I'm giving this some serious thought. I thought a lot of people, a lot of people ask this question. So I'm thinking maybe one more. We'll see. Elvira, Mistress, Mistress of the Dark too. So we'll see. So unpleasant dreams to you and Elvira. This is Dr. Seuss Podcast. Live from my bedroom. It's Saturday night. Good night, people.